The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome everyone. Welcome to the show. And special shout out to my dear friend, Yoshiko Dart, big national civil rights leader. Um, And speaking of civil rights, wow, we've got a great show today. Because we have a national disability rights leader on the show fighting the fight for Americans in Pennsylvania and nationally every single day. Perry Jude Radisic, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Joyce, and thank you for having me. Well, Perry, um, before we get going here, just so our listeners know more about you, how did you first become involved with the disability community and also, what caused you to become an advocate? Well, I'll, I'll start with your last question first, what caused me to become an advocate. Uh, first, I'm a person with lived experience. So uh, naturally, as a, person in the, uh, who, uh, as a person with a disability, it's very important to me this is personal, and so I can think of no other cause more just than fighting uh, for our rights in the disability movement. Uh, secondly, uh, I go way back uh, working in the civil rights community back in Washington, D.C., uh, I had the uh, pleasure and the honor of working with many uh, wonderful community activists on the 1990 Americans with Disabilities uh, uh, on the Americans with Disabilities Act, uh, trying to keep HIV and AIDS provisions in that bill, among other provisions, the 1988 Fair Housing Amendments Act. So I had the chance uh, way back when to work on some of the most amazing legislation with some of the most amazing people. Uh, and then had a chance in 1970, uh, in, in, uh, later in the late, uh, 90s to work, uh, with the United States Department of Agriculture to enforce the 1973 Rehabilitation Act, uh, and the Fair Housing Act, uh, with, uh, United States Department of Agriculture in Washington State, then worked with the Arizona Center for Disability Law, which is part of the National Protection and Advocacy System. So I have a long history of civil rights work and, in particular, disability rights advocacy. Wow. Well, as we're celebrating Thanksgiving this week, I have to say, very thankful for you and all the great work that you've done. Well, well, thank you, Joyce. Uh, nobody does it alone. I certainly uh, don't. It, it takes all of us uh, pushing and moving forward, and, uh, and I, I think that's certainly a theme this Thanksgiving. Yeah, and you know, I'm also thankful for all advocates. Everyone out there listening to the show that's an advocate and listeners of the show, I just want you to know 
not only how much I appreciate what you're doing, but how important it is. You know, President Obama said uh, a couple of weeks ago that now is a time that we have to work together and fight for what we believe and move forward. And I really think that's so important. In addition, I heard Senator Warren say it's so important for us to stay connected. And people in the disability community, we've got to stay connected. Now is the time, not a time to sit back, a time to stay connected. And I'm going to be talking about that all the time through all next year because that is what we're going to have to do. Uh, Perry, the Disability Rights Network of Pennsylvania, uh, explain to our listeners what that is. Uh, absolutely, uh, and and just to piggyback off you said, uh, we're all about uh, keeping people connected and moving uh, the rights of people with disabilities forward so that uh, we can live the lives we choose free from abuse, neglect, discrimination, and segregation. So our vision is a commonwealth here in Pennsylvania where people of all abilities are equal and free. Uh, We were established almost 40 years ago. In fact, next year in April is going to be our 40th anniversary. So we were part of this national protection and advocacy system established by Congress some 40 years ago with its main purpose back then of guarding against abuse and neglect. But since then, our mission has grown, and so now we are the largest provider of legally-based advocacy services to people with disabilities. We have about 56 staff members across Pennsylvania with offices here in Pittsburgh, Harrisburg, and Philadelphia, and and staff in each of our state-run institutions for persons with intellectual disabilities. And with all of that staff and with all of this charge from the from Congress and the federal government, we get about 6,000 calls a year from persons with disabilities. And what we do is we provide information and referral, rights information, disability rights training. Uh, we help people who can self-advocate for themselves, so we give them legal rights information so that they can, they can be their own best advocate. We, we help with due process complaints with special education. And in some instances, we've got to file litigation when, when we believe systems violate the law. So, so that's what Disability Rights Network of Pennsylvania is all about. So um, you really are advocating for any injustice that, that someone with a disability uh, has encountered. Is that correct? Uh, that's right. Uh, if it's about special education, it's, if it's about our Medicaid waiver programs in the state, as you know, it's uh, it's so important, our, our Medicaid program, and, and the state divides it up into sections, and they're called waivers. Um, we're there, uh, and, and there are some things we don't do. So if you're a person with a disability who might be facing a divorce, we're not going to help you with a divorce. We're going to leave that to the private bar. Or if it's a bankruptcy, 
We're not going to do that work. We're going to leave that. It's about the disability rights movement. It's about accessing health care, mental health care services, making sure a, a child in special education has the right to succeed. It's about those types of services, uh, employment, uh, access to housing, uh, uh, accommodations, that's the kind of disability rights work that we do each and every day. Would that include bullying, Perry Jude? <clears throat> Excuse me, yes. If, yes. if children are being bullied in school, absolutely. Because I know Senator Casey is also very big on that, you know, the uh, bullying, and as you well know, kids with disabilities are now bullied more than any other group. So I wondered if we, too, would be involved with that, because I want to mention to you all, I am so honored to be on this board. Uh, I just joined this board, and I am proud to be on this board. And that's why I was asking you what we do about bullying. Yes, uh, and Joyce, yes, of course, and welcome to our board. Uh, I think we're um, lucky to have you as a member of our board of directors with your uh, scope and experience and skills in the area of disability rights. We do work on bullying. If children are bullied in school, they cannot learn. They cannot focus on their studies, and and uh, there uh, there are uh, certainly um, scars left to that bullying. And we cannot let it stand. We cannot let it happen. And we certainly intervene with the administrators and work with the parents uh, to um, uh, deal with that in in our school system. Yeah, and you've got to speak up, okay? If something happens, you've got to speak up. Once again, you know, we all had a reaction to the election. We, of course, support whoever is the President of the United States, and I only wish everything goes well, but at the same time, we will not ever, ever stand up. I mean, we will never not stand up for any disenfranchised group, and you should not either. Because if you don't speak up, we'll never be able to do anything about it. And I know people with disabilities deal with so many different issues, uh, from people in prison who are deaf to people uh, that are in an institution that can't get out, to employment, to housing, transportation. I mean, there are just so many different issues. But once again, if you don't speak up, we can't do anything about it. And now that I'm thinking about that, uh, Perry Jude, how would someone get in touch with you? Yes. Um, Our services are free. And uh, to access our services, um, all one needs to do is call an 800 number, and they can get in touch uh, with our staff uh, to uh, begin the process of accessing our services. Our phone number is 1-800-692-7443. That's 1-800-692-7443. And what is the website? It's disabilityrightspa.org. That's www.disabilityrightspa.org. And that's how individuals can get a hold of us. 
So if you go to that website anywhere in Pennsylvania, you'll be able to get in touch and, you know, if there is an issue, get someone to reach out and to help you. Actually, no matter where you live in the United States, you can go to the national site and find out, you know, the what is in your area. Um, and once again, I said it before, I'm saying it again, two things. You've got to stay connected and you've got to speak up. We've got to stay connected and we've got to speak up. This is so important. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, we're talking to Perry Jude Radisick, the Chief Executive Officer of the Disability Rights Network of Pennsylvania. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show, everyone. If you just joined us, we're talking to Perry Jude Radisick, Chief Executive Officer of the Disability Rights Network of Pennsylvania. Uh, many of you who listen to this show over time, I know you heard um, Secretary Clinton making comments and statements and of her support of the disability community. And now we have a new future president, President-elect Trump, uh, who will be, of course, going into office in January. Uh, and Perry Jude, there is some concern in the disability community uh, about, hey, what's going to happen? Maybe we could talk about some issues in the first 100 days that are critical to the disability community so that, once again, speak up. We need to speak up. Um, how about the Medicaid block grants? What, would hap- what could happen there? Absolutely. One thing that's been talked about in the first 100 days is uh, that Congress and uh, uh, President-elect Trump would do would be to block grant 
Medicaid. And it, and what that means is they would take the money Pennsylvania or any state has in Medicaid and give it to the state in one lump sum. If that would happen, it means that once the money runs out, there wouldn't be any more federal funds to come behind. So if Pennsylvania runs out of money in nine months, federal dollars, it means there's no more federal money to supplement Medicaid, and then people would have no Medicaid money to draw from from the federal government. So if I'm a person uh, relying on Medicaid-funded services for home and community-based services, and money runs out in nine or ten months, it means there's no more services to come my way unless the state is going to pay for it. And if the state doesn't pay for it, then I'm out of those services. So this is really critical for people to understand when the federal when when Congress talks about block granting Medicaid and President Trump says he's going to sign it that means we have to stop that from happening or otherwise people are going to be left without services if they block grant Medicaid. So that means we have to rally together to fight back on the block granting of Medicaid. And I well, want to pause we're, we're going to have to really speak it. That would be terrible. That it, would be terrible. Um, and, th- again, about speak up and being connected, we're going to have to be connected. We're going to have to speak up. We're going to r- have to write to Congress, Senate. We're going to have to really be vocal about that. What about the Affordable Care Act, Perry Jude? What about that? Yes. Uh, President-elect Trump is already talking about calling Congress together in a special session to repeal and replace some parts of uh, the Affordable Care Act, or as, as people know it as Obamacare. We're not sure what all the replace means, but it does have major impact. We think there might be uh, some opportunity for uh, us to keep pre-existing conditions, the ban on um, uh, the discrimination against those of us who have pre-existing conditions, which would impact all of us who who have disabilities. Uh, The other is that parents get to keep kids on their health insurance until age 26. We have to make sure that stays in any replacement of, of the Affordable Care Act. There's also, in the Affordable Care Act, the expansion of Medicaid in our states. So people who were above the poverty limit but who didn't have to buy into Obamacare got on our state Medicaid system here in Pennsylvania and in many other states. If they repeal Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, we're not sure what's going to happen to all of those people who have had health insurance in our state Medicaid program. Will they just go away? Will that insurance just go away? Uh, so there are lots of things we have to be concerned about under the uh, repeal and replacement of the Affordable Care Act. Again, we have to stay in touch with each other, share information, and be sure we're ready to push back as soon as the new Congress uh, comes in uh, and is sworn in, uh, possibly in a special session right after uh, Inauguration Day. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to really have to be 
tuned into this. You know what else I was worried about? Uh, hurting the ADA, you know, repealing parts of the ADA. Uh, and yes. so uh, that would be horrible if that would happen. There, there are provisions right now that we may uh, see uh, move in the Senate as early as um, um, Thanksgiving or shortly thereafter Thanksgiving, somewhere between now and the end of the year. They're called the ADA notification bills, and uh, these these types of bills uh, make us have to notify businesses that they are in violation of the law, that they have an accessibility deficiency, that they don't comply with the law. It gives them time to, to fix that deficiency, and, and we, so we have to give them extra time to fix the barrier. Uh, and only then would we be able to file our complaint against that business. There's no other civil rights law that requires us to notify and allow a business to cure the discrimination before we can file a complaint. And let me just give you an analogy. If, if a business is discriminating against women and they don't hire women, and then I go and apply, and they hire me. That doesn't fix all the years of discrimination. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is so true. That is actually a great example. But that is so very true. Um, you know, I don't, I'm just really worried. I'm worried because when you offer tax cuts and regulations and changes for business that often someone somewhere is going to pay for that. And I'm so concerned that will be people who are disenfranchised, which is why I want to shout this out. You've got it. We've got to be connected. We've got to be connected. We've got to stay connected. Um, education. It could impact education, Perry Jude. Uh, Absolutely. The the thing that we're watching and being concerned about, and and I've read it, if you you go to greatamerica.gov, G-O-V, and you look on the President-Elect's transition website, there are some code words there, and and he explains about uh, his education plan, and he uses words like state and local control. Well, state and local control uh, could mean uh, less federal regulation, less federal, uh, less federal oversight, and it and it could mean more state and local control. Well, for those of us who believe that there has to be standards, standards, federal standards around seclusion and restraint, federal standards around special education, uh, state and local control may not be a good idea when it comes to national standards around seclusion and restraint, national standards around special education. So state and local control might not be a very good idea. Wow. I mean, there's so many things. Is there any other thing you wanted to mention that we have to watch out for? 
y- yes. Uh, there's also discussions around the privatization of Medicare, and and so uh, we we also have to worry about that because there are certainly people with disabilities who are on what's called uh, who are duly eligible for Medicaid and Medicare. So talk about a complicated system. There would be a block grant of Medicaid and a privatization of Medicare and all new regulations written around Medicaid and Medicare. There would also be new 4,000 new federal appointees and staff who get to rewrite regulations around the Americans with Disabilities Act, around uh, the Equal Employment Opportunities Commission, and laws and regulations that govern employment discrimination for people with disabilities. So there's many things we have to keep watch over and guard against and be prepared to respond and comment and fight back on. Oh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. And with that, we're going to go to break. We're talking to Perry Jude Radisick, who is the CEO of the Disability Rights Network of Pennsylvania. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice. Stay connected. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone. We're talking to Perry Jude Radisick, CEO of the Disability Rights Network of Pennsylvania. May I say something? This show is so important. Make sure you tell Everyone you know to listen to this show, remember, you can go to VendorConsult.com where all the shows are archived or VoiceAmerica.com. You need to share this with everyone you know because this is so important. And as I said, at this Thanksgiving time, I am so thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for people that are going to stand up for the rights of people with disabilities. 
Um, and I have to mention something, uh, Perry Jude, you are part of the Net- National Disability Rights Network, led by Kurt Decker. Um, you know what I'm worried about? I'm worried now about uh, 14C. Yes, but there is some hope. Uh, it, there is some hope related to the 14C certificate and the subminimum wage. The one bright spot that I see is that both political parties called for the end of the subminimum wage for people with disabilities. So that is one bright spot. I think both political parties agreed on is that the subminimum wage should end for people with disabilities. Oh, let's hope that stays. And once again, we got to fight that fight. Kurt Decker, he is an awesome person. He wrote a great article on this years ago, and I am assuming across the United States uh, it's a similar advocacy mission at all the PNAs. Is that right? It, it is. Uh, Kurt's done a, a tremendous job of, if people don't know, our, there's one of us in every state and territory, as Joyce has uh, suggested, and uh, our national network is called the National Disability Rights Network. Uh, you can find us at NDRN. Dot .org if you are living in a state and you do not know who your protection and advocacy agency is you can go to ndrn.org there is a map of the United States where you can find your protection and advocacy agency and they do similar work to Disability Rights Network of Pennsylvania. You can find us there in your state, and uh, you can access them just like you could access us here in Pennsylvania. Again, we were established by Congress, and uh, we do have special authority and enforcement powers uh, in each and every state, and I would encourage you to contact your protection and advocacy agency. They may be called Disability Rights Kansas, Disability Rights California, Disability Rights Arkansas and Illinois. They're called Equip for Equality, and I would urge you to contact them uh, to um, stay in touch with them uh, as we move through the first uh, 100 days of a new administration or to, to find out if they could uh, take your case and uh, resolve your uh, issues of discrimination. Uh, and I just want to say one last thing about that. Kurt Decker... I love Kurt Decker. He <laughs> is a treasure. So make sure, if you have any questions, you follow what Perry Jude said. Um, so here I am. I'm a person with a disability, and in some way I am being discriminated against. Now, what is the process to uh, work through with you? Uh, the first thing you do is you call our office. Uh, you would call our office uh, at 1-800-692-7443. One of our staff members is going to get in touch with you, and they're going to ask you a series of questions. The reason they're going to ask you a series of questions is because we're going to need to find out who really should be taking your phone call. The first person you speak with, is not going to be the attorney or advocate that's going to be the person that, uh, that is going to end up talking to you long term. It's going to be just a person who's going to get all of your information. 
And then your information is going to go to an attorney who oversees our intake system. And then your uh, call will be triaged to the right person. I, I know that's bureaucratic. I know that sounds complicated, but that really is the fastest and best way to get your issue out to the right person. Uh, disability rights and all of Medicaid and Medicare and special education is it, it, so complicated these days, and, and the, the law is so complex that, that, it, it, that one person can't know everything. So we have to set up a system in which we triage calls and send them out to the experts in their field. So that's how people get in touch with us, and that's how we process the calls. So if you would bear with us and call 1-800-692-7443 if you live in Pennsylvania, and, uh, and that's how we would uh, be able to serve you. One, one other thing I want to mention about this Say that you are at some type of facility, whatever it would be, and you uh, will say a facility for people with some type of mental health issue, and you feel you're being abused or, or uh, hurt in any way, can't you, don't you have the authority, Perry Jude, to just go in? We do, and thank you for bringing that up. And, and we do use that authority, uh, and we have been using that authority even um, even in the last month. I, I won't say where, but, but we have been using that authority. So, um, um, uh, so we do. Uh, we, we can have a complaint um, lodged with us. We can read about something in the newspaper. Um, uh, so there are many ways in which we can have probable cause and uh, go into a facility and um, arrive and look at records, interview interview people, and uh, begin an investigation. Uh, so we do have that special authority, and it was given to us by Congress. Uh, there is no other organization serving with people with disabilities that has that special authority or power other than us. Uh, so we, we do have that authority, Joyce. Uh, I will say that um, we do serve people in, in the state uh, uh, hospitals. Uh, we work collaboratively uh, with the facility directors and uh, sometimes uh, without their collaboration to make sure people who are ready for discharge are discharged into the community um, uh, and find uh, community housing uh, when they are ready for discharge. So. Uh, there's uh, there's a lot of work we do with persons who uh, have lived experience, and that is very powerful. That is very powerful that we can do that. I think that's important for people to know. Again, speak up, reach out. That's the only way we can help you make a change. Um, something that is very troubling to me that I wanted to talk to you about, Perry Jude. Uh, juvenile with disabilities in solitary confinement. I mean, how is this even possible? I, I don't know, but what is happening? What is happening to juveniles with disabilities? Yes. 
Well, uh, we think that uh, 65 to 70 percent of our youth in the juvenile system uh, may have a disability. Uh, that could be as high as uh, uh, 42,000 people uh, in, in the juvenile system, if not higher. Uh, that's, uh, it could be that high. Uh, so um, no one should, with, a, with a mental illness should be in isolation. Uh, that just exacerbates the mental illness. And if you don't have a mental illness and you're in isolation, that may certainly result in a mental illness um, from isolation. So we fight that. Our protection and advocacy system across the country fights isolation in prison systems and in juvenile systems. Uh, it's not a good way to um, rehabilitate people if that is indeed the reason for our prison systems is rehabilitation. So uh, our youth... Uh, should not be in isolation. There should be other methods of rehabilitation besides isolation, and certainly uh, youth with mental health uh, uh, disabilities should not be in isolation, same as our adults in the prison system should not be in isolation. And, uh, and of course, we know that our youth with disabilities that are in our juvenile system are predominantly youth of color, uh, and they are overrepresented in these numbers. So um, uh, I, 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 I would just urge us all um, to um, tread our prison officials to tread carefully here and to rethink the use of isolation. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, that's horrifying. That is really terrible, even thinking about that. And as you said, a great percentage of juveniles in uh, prison are people with disabilities. And as I said earlier, uh, this is just one example, but people who are deaf, I can't even imagine what they're going through if they're in prison. Uh, I mean, how horrifying to think about that. And, you know, you've got to speak up. You've got to be on this. You've got to watch what's going on uh, because there are, there are just too many bad things that have happened. And I'm really glad to hear, Perry Jude, that we're involved with that. Yeah, and, and we do work uh, with prisoners who are deaf. Uh, we uh, work to try to get accommodations at the prisons uh, in terms of uh, TTYs or other assistive technologies um, so that uh, they can communicate with the outside world. Uh, we do work uh, with the prison system around uh, those, those type of accommodation requests and to educate the prison system around reasonable accommodation. It certainly is, is tough. Uh, but we do fight that. Uh, we do fight that good fight as well. Well, as I said earlier, I certainly am very thankful for you and thankful for everyone out there that's working together. Uh, power together. Power together. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Perry Jude Radisick.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to everyone this week. I wish all of you, your family, and friends a wonderful holiday. And I, again, want to thank my listeners. Thank Highmark Blue Cross for being a wonderful sponsor. And Covestro. Uh, and also thank you, all of you who are fighting the fight. And that's why we have Perry Jude Radisic as our guest today. Uh, and Perry Jude, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. And, and Joyce, thank you. Uh, thank you for fighting the good fight and, uh, and having your show as a means of communication. I think we can all stay in touch with each other moving forward through, uh, through Disability Matters. Um, well, here you are, CEO in Pennsylvania. So my question is, uh, what are your goals and how can people follow you? Uh, our, our goals uh, are simple. They are to end discrimination, uh, end abuse and neglect, uh, uh, make sure every student in school uh, has the ability to be successful uh, and uh, outreach to people with disabilities so that they uh, learn their rights and can enforce them uh, and make sure people with disabilities have access to health and mental health care services. So these are just some of the basic goals that we have at Disability Rights Pennsylvania. Uh, underneath that are, are many other things, but those are some of the broad, overarching uh, goals and objectives that we have uh, at Disability Rights Pennsylvania. Uh, people can follow us uh, at www.disabilityrightspa.org. And if you go there, you can sign up for our listserv, and there you'll get uh, weekly, if not sometimes uh, uh, multiple uh, multiple emails 
uh, during the week about alerts that are happening at our state capitol, that are happening in the federal government, and then alerts that are happening out in the community. Uh, and so that's a great way to stay in touch with us. We also share alerts from other disability advocacy organizations. So it's not always about us. It's about what uh, other organizations are doing as well because we can't do it alone. Got to stay connected. We've got to stay connected. Now, that's a great way to do that, and I would urge you, sign up so that you get that information. You know, knowledge is power. You've got to get that. You've got to get that information. Um, And, you know, another way we've learned from our president-elect the power of Twitter, Uh, Perry Jude, aren't you on Twitter? Uh, I am. I am on Twitter. Uh, I, I try to tweet as much as I can. Uh, I'm at Perry Jude, uh, uh, and that's spelled P-E-R-I-J-U-D-E. So if you wanted to follow me, you're welcome to do that. It's at Perry Jude. You can also follow Disability Rights Pennsylvania. We're at D-R-N-P-A, so at D-R-N. PA, and you can follow Disability Rights Pennsylvania as well. Which is a powerful social media, and once again, a good way to know what's happening, a good way to follow, you know, the fight for disability rights, so I would encourage everyone uh, to do that, and I am Jobs Bender, at Jobs Bender, and you'll see what's going on with me. Um, you know, no one just gets this fire without a role model, or without someone they've looked up to in the past or now, whenever it is. So that's my question uh, for you, Perry Jude. Who, who do you consider your role model? Well, I, I love ADAPT. I, I really think that there are um, multiple uh, strategies that we have to employ at all times to achieve our outcomes. Uh, and and I do think uh, ADAPT is um, uh, a great organization and a great way to deliver messages and to achieve outcomes. Uh, and, and this is going to sound funny. On the other end of that uh, uh, is uh, a, a, a congresswoman from way back when, uh, a moderate Republican named Connie Morella, um, represented the 8th District of Maryland, and she was, uh, I think, the last Republican woman to actually sponsor, not co-sponsor, but sponsor the Violence Against Women's Act. How about that? And, and so you can't find that anymore. And, and I think we, we forget when there was a time in government when there there was bipartisanship and people worked across aisles and and republican women sponsored bills like the violence against women's act and we have to we have to find we have to find those partners again and and so i for this time i i i wanted to to raise 
someone like Connie Morella, who was a Republican from the 8th District in Maryland, who was able to be bipartisan and work across the aisle and actually sponsor bills that did good things for people. So, Wow, that's a good example. Well, Perry, you yourself have accomplished so much. When you were telling all that, you know, all those th- fights you've been involved in, all those organizations, your civil rights, I mean, unbelievable. Um, but of everything you've done, what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? Uh, you know, the, it's, it's, the, it's the little things. It's... Um... It's achieving it's achieving the small victories for individuals, like uh, achieving a, a, a home and community-based services for one person at a time. You know, it's it's helping a client who couldn't get out of bed get her home and community-based services. It's helping somebody who uh, couldn't vote last week get to the polls because I was able to get a wheelchair deployed to a polling place in. Uh, Western in Allegheny County uh, get deployed, so they were able to actually get to the polling place and 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 get in from the parking lot to to the polling location. So it's those little things that I think are my greatest accomplishments. Uh, it's because it's an, it's helping an individual actually get to live the life that they want. So that's what I like. Yeah, well, that's why I like you so much. Not surprised at all with that answer. So, Perry Jude, what what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, I'm going to echo what you've been saying all along, all along, Joyce. It's we have to stay in touch. Uh, the first hundred days are so important. It really doesn't matter how you voted this election. What matters is what we can keep intact for our community as we move forward. Uh, and, and that's what we have to watch for. That's what we have to guard. And that's what we have to protect. We work so hard for the Americans with Disabilities Act. We worked so hard for home and community-based services. We worked so hard for for uh, Medicaid and to get uh, services for our community. And we just have to make sure we protect that and not go backwards. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, that is so important. Uh, and Perry Jude, once again, thank you for being our guest today. And, and thank you for all you do, Joyce. Well, I'll tell you, we end every show with a quote from someone that we believe has impacted the world in a great way. So how, oh, fitting is this quote? Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter, said Martin Luther King, Jr. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, asking you to stay connected as we talk next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.